Winging it with Painter and Rico episode, we've given up on that anyway, so we're just gonna go and give it a whirl, aren't we? In the 60s, I reckon. 60s, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Our guest today, Rob Boyd, his dad gave me my career at Bath City Football Club, which I will be eternally grateful for. And um, yeah, it'd be good to have a natter. Yeah, welcome, Rob. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Rico. No problems. So let's go back. So your dad started AEK Bocco. I'm going to suggest that that's where you started. Uh, Bocco, yeah. Bocco. Yeah, it was Bocco. Yeah, not the AEK bet at that, at that stage. Right. Uh, 1978, okay. I was eight. And he started an under 11s team. So he got all the, all the local kids I went to school with that liked to play a bit of football. And uh, all around the eight years of age. Uh, no, they were uh, no, okay. most of them were a year or two older, a uh, year older actually. Um, and he got side together, and we we played in the Hannah Minor League. And who was your teammates for? Uh, back then, Sean Murphy was decent centre forward, left footed. Now in America, coaching. Is that right? Yeah, with Rush, which which he's had a great career over there. Um, not any others that really made it in football no. apart from that in that first team yeah uh, Darren Lloyd Darren Lloyd played in a couple uh, a couple of games but that was probably a year earlier than he really joined joined in but uh, we went we went on um, John Cummins was uh, his he ran the Cubs team and my dad brought the idea of Bocco to him and they ran the first season sort of together with Paul Cummins who's at Seymour United now I think um, and th- that that was the older team then I dropped down to the under stayed with the under 11s the next season and that was when my dad sort of got involved with making us the best team in Bristol <laughs> <laughs> um, and he he brought in a few players and even even then he had an eye for a player yeah. so what year was this 19... this was 1979-80 season so your dad was heavily involved in football anyway then he as was well, manager Saturdays. I think he was ma- he, he was he just finished or he was just at Bath I think then yeah I think he was at Bath 79-80 yeah so it's coming towards it's yeah. amazing really it's coming towards the end of his managerial career my dad managed Minehead from the age of 23 to 30. Yeah, player manager, mm. never had an assistant manager, yeah. drove the team coach, mm. yeah, played centre half, and that was, that, that was so it. So he decides then to, decides then to make his life even more, yeah. <laughs> even more complicated. Get involved with kids' football. Yeah, kids' football. So, and, and like my dad was, he always wanted to be the best and he wanted to win things. Um, so he brought, uh, our side had, out of the 11 players, we had four players that went on to be professional footballers. Um, we were under 11s then, and uh, we, we had a great side. So who were they? Bob? Julian Dix. Yeah. He, he, obviously, Julian was playing yeah. anyway for the Bristol City junior side. Yeah. And, uh, and my dad had Ronnie at Froome, Ronnie Dix, his dad at Froome. So yeah. talked to him in and bring him into Bocco. I think Carol brought him over. I don't think Ronnie did a lot of bringing him over. Um, and uh, yeah, Julian was, you knew Julian was going to be a professional footballer from the age of 10, 11, easily. He scored 81 goals that season from left, left back, left wing, wherever he really wanted to play. So, so nothing like his brother then, Grant. Then. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Grant was, Grant was great because I think Grant made him a far better player because he had to, he had to get out of the way of Grant kicking him. <laughs> so uh, yeah, there was a, a lot of that went on. When we... Just moving on to when we were a bit older, when we were 15, Julian came back to play for Bocco at under 15s. And in the summer holidays. How did he get away with that then when he went to Birmingham? Because he went to Birmingham. He played for Birmingham City Reserves on a Saturday and Bocco under 15s on a, uh, under 15s on a Sunday. And they, well, they didn't know. They, they, they probably didn't know. No. Yeah. And, uh, he, but in the summer holidays, he used to run from his house in Knoll, yeah, to, to my house. Grant used to ride a bike by the side of him. Yeah, and he used to come to my house and they used to ride over because I had a swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> and they did that most days in the summer holidays. Oh, and then we got, the, got to the common, Annam Common, and have a kick around and 
players to win because Grantley was too busy kicking the shit out of Julian <laughs> and vice versa. So yeah, so we had in the under 11s, we had Julian, uh, we had Mark Cooper, Terry Cooper's son, yeah, yeah. Um, because my my dad had taken Terry to the city and obviously yeah. talked him into bringing Mark over to Bocco and Annan from Flaxport and where they live. Um, we had Paul Marden. So uh, Paul Martin went on to be, I think he's Bocco's currently the only international player ever to play for Bocco, played for Wells, um, because my dad's mate was John Martin, his right. dad. Um, and Darren Lloyd, who went to, Darren was my best mate and went to West Brom and ended up snapping his cruise ship twice in two years and playing rugby for the rest of his life because he could only run in straight lines. <laughs> <laughs> and very successful. Yeah. It's rugby as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. And, and now I've and been, been running Clifton Rugby Club for a few years, I think. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we had a, we had a really good good side. Even It did contain a few local sort of Hannum lads as well, but yeah. my dad was interested in making us good and yeah. making us the best. And that went on for a few years. Yeah. So where'd you go after that then, Ron? <clears throat> But uh, we obviously that went. We went to under 15s with Bocco, yeah. Um, because my dad didn't want to take us any further in 15s because you could play men's football. Yeah. It 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 14, 15 then. Yeah. If you were good enough. So my dad's uh, is one of his ambitions was to play in the same side as me. So he took on Nicholas Wanderers reserves. Oh, yeah, I remember that in yeah. Bristol District Three, and uh, it, we he, he he played himself. So my dad played Steve Carter. Yeah. So did your dad get away with playing under 15s? <laughs> <coughs> yeah, we were in there. Uh, Steve Carter was his uh, it was his long-time best yeah. mate and obviously played 500 games alongside each other at my yeah. head. Um, we had, during the season, we had the likes of Kelvin Granger play, Dave Jenkins, who played for Tottenham, uh, Arsenal. So we had, we had some good players. We had... Some young lads like Darren Carr played, right. Darren Lloyd played. Both of them went on the next season to become pros. Yeah. Um, we had uh, Richard Artis, who that was Richard's yeah, first great, season yeah. in in men's football, and I think he scored. He ended up scoring about fifty goals, yeah. so set him up for a decent career really yeah. in in non league football. Um, we didn't let many goals in because we had Stephen, our old man, at the back, but. <laughs> Uh, and it would, um, it, it's probably how old were they then? Um, my dad, well, my dad was twenty. He's twenty. He was twenty-one when he had me. So yeah. Yeah, I was fifteen. So what yeah. were you? Thirty-seven. Yeah, yeah. And that was that was his last season in in football. And his his last game, he, he we got a penalty and he took it. He took the biggest run up I've seen. Bob Willis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's run up. He's got to smash it, and he's kicked the floor. Oh god! And the ball has rolled into the corner that the goalkeeper just dived away from. Oh, so he scored. He just, yeah, scored. Oh. Just cleared the line, but couldn't walk. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I think he probably had another knee operation after that. But my dad, my dad had he only had one kneecap from the age of fifteen. Yeah. So that stopped him really from going on and. Um, being a professional footballer from when he was at the when he was he was at the city at the time, and I think they had quite high hopes. He was like captain of the Bristol Boys, and and uh, yeah, he'd done he'd done well back in, in those years. But yeah, but it was lovely to play in the same team as my dad. Did he um, shout at you, Rob? Always shouted at me for the whole whole of my career, <laughs> even even in my coaching days at Western. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, even then. But um, but yeah, I wouldn't have had it any different. Um, he. It was nice for him to play in the same team as me, and I took that ambition and played in the same team as my son as well. Yeah. At forty-two, just one game there. Yeah, that's enough, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, did it. So yeah, it was quite nice. So from Bocco, went to um, Nicholas Wanderers. Yeah, yeah, Nicholas Wanderers. Um, I also also used to get Wednesday afternoon off because I worked for my dad as well yeah. back then. For I worked for him for a couple of years. So he used to give me a Wednesday afternoon off to go and play for Clifton Wednesday in the Wednesday league. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wednesday league. And like some, again, some, some great players, players yeah. Barry Dubridge, yeah. Mickey yeah. Noble, uh, Tony Harper. Tony, yeah. Yeah, so like some really good players. I was, again, only 15, 16. Andy Mathias, like, playing up front alongside him and he was the one who won the others. 
I know. So. <laughs> we're going to get Andy in soon. Andy McFarlane's on one of our podcasts, but yeah. yeah. He's as round as he is tall now, isn't he? Yeah. No, he's lost a load of weight. Has he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. haven't seen him for yeah. a little while. Yeah, lost a load of weight. I know he was struggling a little bit with his health, when not he? Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Said, we're gonna yeah, I think he's all so. right, but he's, yeah, he's lost a bit of weight. But he was, he, they were all good. And it was, good player. Yeah, and it was, it was a good standard to play in as well. Because um, it, it was all... All Western League footballers, which in those days was probably level three, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you had you were playing against players like that, and it makes were, you a better player. They of course, isn't it does. Yeah, yeah, and you, you'd you'd end up playing against players you wouldn't probably play against because they were playing at a higher level than you. And uh, we've done all right. I've won a few medals there, I think. <laughs> so it's all right. Yeah, but from the from then, like uh, then, I I sort of. I had to get into men's football properly then, and uh, had a couple of games at Longwell Green Abertonians, just sort of with with a couple of mates, and then um, the opportunity came where um, my dad was assisting Bobby Gould at the time at the Rovers, and he was the reserve team manager. So I'm 17 about then, and my old man had a lot of trust in me, <laughs> and, uh, and he, uh, he he obviously saw things that some people probably never um, but he gave me a couple of games in the reses at the Rovers and uh, I ended up and the first time I went with him actually was Arsenal away Is that, I've seen a recent photos <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that was yeah. Tottenham Tottenham yeah, yeah. yeah but the one the first one was Arsenal away and we'd gone there and bearing in mind it's the Rovers we got like my dad's brought in blokes from local football Robin Gibbs yeah. and Johnny Honor <laughs> and people up here like that like, and, we, and it was sort of uh, scattered with like Gary Smarts and Phil Purnells who added a little bit of quality and uh, then we went to we went to Arsenal we, we cut that bit about smart <laughs> a bit of quality <laughs> but we, uh, we we've gone to Arsenal and we're, we've all gone in there and it's the marble all the marble yes. sort of corridors and like there's 14 baths in the changing room. It smelled like being at home, Rob. No, it was brilliant. <laughs> it was. It, it, I modelled it out. And uh, we, yeah, we've gone in there and, and we've, we've, uh, we're, we're up against it. We can already get in the car park because we turned up in a uh, little <laughs> mini bus that my old man was driving again. And uh, we've, we've gone in there and uh, we've, we've probably not done ourselves a lot of good because I think we lost that one seven one if I remember. <laughs> the Owls scored the scored our goal. Oh, right. Yeah, Arch played for us then. He was only sort of my age, so it was we had a young side um, and a young young lad called Paul Merson scored that trick for them. <laughs> Tommy Caton centre half. Yeah, yeah. And the fo- I think a couple of weeks later we were at Tottenham away, and that was where the picture that you mentioned yeah. was. And uh, yeah, playing at Tottenham was. Quite nice. I had twenty minutes there, yeah. watching Chris Uton run past me. <laughs> yeah, but he was a fullback. Wasn't he? Yeah, he was a fullback. Yeah, I played. I, played, I went right left side midfield in, in place of Phil Purnell, which actually Phil reminded me of when we played golf or, or I played golf at Cambridgeshire, and he was there. He came over and said, "Who did you? Who came on? Who did you come on for?" And I said, "Got a clue." He said, "Me." <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I played played there, um, and. I, I'm sure I could have scored if Martin Boyle would have passed it, but he stuck it in the in the crowd. Well, the <laughs> empty stand at the end. Um, but yeah, so we went went there, played them again. A great experience. Um, probably gave me a bit of confidence to be a little bit better as well. Um, played and then the my one and only other game for the Rovers reserves was against Watford at the 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 lawn. The old forest green ground, which was lovely, wasn't it? Yeah. Great pitch, and we got we've gone there, um, played against Watford's basically most of Watford's FA Cup semi final t- uh, runners up team, uh, like the Steve Sherwoods and the the uh, Warrell Sterlings and yeah, Lee Sinnott yeah. and all the, those names. They were all playing, um, and I think we lost three uh, at top. We lost three 0 and I think we lost three 0 at Watford as well. Did you ever win? No, I can't remember winning. <laughs> can't remember winning. <laughs> but it was good experience. Yeah. It was good experience. And, 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 and probably the reserves were playing on better grounds and pitches than the first team were at the same time. Yeah. Which yeah. is amazing. And I'd, it's probably a, a level of football which is missed these Definitely, days. Definitely, yeah. Um, because that it you could you could bring or give local talent a little bit of a... I think reserve football for professional clubs meant something then as well, didn't it? If you oh. represented like City yeah. or Rovers at reserve level. Yeah. 
I mean, even as a kid, I can remember going to, when Bristol City were away, we went and watched the reserves and yeah. they'd have a, a decent crowd. You'd have some good players, you know, anyone coming back from injury playing. But now I don't know what they do. Is it under 23s or yeah, whatever it's, it does? It's not it's, it's not the same, is it? No, no. And it's it's, it's the modern way, isn't it? Pass, mm. pass, keep the ball. Don't let them have it. If they, can, if they haven't got it, we they can't score. That's the... Yeah, That's but, but the old the old combination league as we we used to know it it was 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 proper football, and you know we've said it many times yeah. on here the under twenty three program at this present moment in time is not fit for a purpose. No. It's no. not preparing players for for, and if you you know not being not being disrespectful to any, but if you're twenty three and you've been at a football club since you were eight, and you still ain't playing first team football, there's there's an issue in there. Exactly, yeah. and earned a fortune out of it. And yeah. I think the other thing is, well, when people are left out of the starting lineups, they used to have to play in the reserves, didn't they? Yeah. You imagine like the Man United players who were not playing, they turned up playing the combination game against another team. You've got your Harry Maguire's, your Ronaldo's, yeah. and people like that. You imagine what you'd bring to football for young kids playing against them yeah. in reserve yeah. teams. But they got into that mentality of not not wanting to play in it anyway. No, but that's because it's made like that now, yeah, isn't it? Exactly. You know, like in the yeah. old days, I know the yeah. old days, if you if some team signed a player for someone, they had a game or two in the reserves first before yeah. they went in the first team. Yeah. So you've got a chance to see them playing for your club in the reserves, yeah. so at least you'd be in the first team next week. Yeah. You don't get that scenario now. No, I don't get it at all. Don't get it at all. But so, then yeah, then then from from then I was I I went. I was at Mangotsford. I'd already played for the 18s for a couple of years for Brian Knighton. Yeah. Um, played there um, with with Steve Tallboys, who was an absolute superstar for Steve the 18s. Yeah. He was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. He, he wouldn't play much of the games. He'd come on at halftime, get a trick, go home. He was brilliant and deserved deserved the career he had really. But um, yeah, I was there. Keith Fear was the manager when I was there, um, and I. There was better players in front of me. I couldn't get close to the first team, so I, I thought well, I'll just go and get a game somewhere where I can play every week. And ended up going to um, Rington Redhill. I'd moved to Rington, went to play for Roy Ilman. Uh, Roy was the manager, and uh, and he was a character, that's for sure. But um, just played in the village. And it was decent football as well. I played with you, didn't I? You played with me. That I was when I. That was after. That was on my. That was on my return to Rington. Oh, uh, was it? Yes. Yeah. Because he was manager, under... Roy, wasn't he? Yeah, Roy was like, still there. Yeah. I moved to Rington. Is that yeah. ninety-one? Was it something like that? Must have been. Very nice. I had yeah. a few games yeah. down yeah. Rington. He was Rob was there. Yeah. Because your dad lived there. You, yeah. you lived there, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, we lived there, and I lived. I lived just around the corner from you. Yeah. And uh, and I talked you into coming down and having yeah. a game when you weren't playing for Bath. Were you yeah. contracted? I can't remember. Okay. Probably. <laughs> and, record and, uh, and I think you got three, three assists. <laughs> yeah. In the warm up. <laughs> I, got, I think you got three assists and my three goals in one game. So yeah. it, was, it was all right. I was happy you were there. But um, yeah, we had it. And again, some good players down there. Like we had Dave Moss in goal. Goal, he's a good goalkeeper. Yeah. He, was it Norwich? Like, mm. what a good goalkeeper. And that's in, that's in Somerset Senior Football. Yeah. Like wherever they play these days yeah. they'd be playing wherever they wanted wouldn't they Yeah. Um, and yeah so I was there for a little bit then I went to Bath like my dad was on the board and went to Bath he ran the reserves though Bob didn't he he ran the reserves because yeah. I played for him a few times yeah he Bath. got Phil Morrison after yeah, that's right. Yeah. to run it um, but yeah I went to Bath and and played that was that was my favourite foot part of football that I ever had playing for Bath it was there's some again some really good players some young lads that were my age coming through like Jerry Gill and Rob Cousins Phil Underhill yeah. like all all coming through Alan Theobald like just just a good good standard of football and uh, and I was pushing myself to to play in that and and really enjoyed it so was that your mates and Alex Steve Painter <clears throat> people like that Spammer, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, I I, them, yeah, yeah. they all they all played uh, Steve Painter got in the first team didn't he he played for you. Um, but when I when I came, it was the George Rooney days, um, and that was interesting. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, but, but go, go, going back to that, that was probably the only time that the reserve team <clears throat> interacted with the first team and yeah. it was run properly. Yes, you know, so we did have a team of young players coming through. Yeah, and then I can remember going 14th man with you for uh, I don't know if George was manager or you were manager, but I went 14th man because we only had one sub in those days, didn't you? And sitting in the stand watching the first team games. Um, 
Spammer got in the first team, Alan Theobald played in the first team, yeah. Robbo came through, Jerry Gill came through, so there was some it was a, it, it served a purpose back yeah. then. Yeah. Yeah. Um and the Western League was better for it because you had a lot of reserve teams in that, which it became very competitive. Um the trouble is, it's it's financially driven, isn't it? So yeah, yeah all the all the time you you know you'd have Bath City dropping out, or you know even yeah. back going back when the City and Rovers used to stick. Because you know, the reserves had to play at Radstock then as well. Yeah, Radstock. Yeah. Yeah. I can remember my old man having to. We'd go out there and the pitch would be rock hard, yeah. and my old man getting his shogun and drive it around the yeah. centre circle to try and flatten it out. I can still remember playing quite a few games at Radstock for the reserves. Yeah. Um, Again on social me- media, one of the directors, Bryn Hawkins, he's put he's put a picture up just recently about something about Bath City share with Red Stop Town right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and Bath had a board which was the reserve team board and yeah. like you, yeah. you yeah. didn't appreciate that did you really no. it was probably two separate football clubs but but yes and like Bath was like I, was, I think I was there for a season and a half was that, that all? that was all yeah, yeah I don't think I was there for any longer than that um, I went to I started getting a few injury problems as well with my knees by then um I, w- I went to Froome in the pre-season with Phil Morris, who was the manager of yeah. Bath Reserves when I left. Yeah. And uh, and I went up to it again. There was better players than me there, so I didn't didn't get in there. Um, ended up going to Melksham um, and playing. I think I played seven games. Who's Gaffer there? I I can't. I've been trying to remember today, but I cannot remember. Yeah. I'm going to say this as well. Phil Phil Morris, lovely, lovely man. Oh, great man! Yeah, yeah, yeah. lovely man. Yeah, yeah, he's a he he was good. He was really good, Phil, and and he cared about everybody as well. Yeah. That was a good thing. Um, but the, yeah, not sure that I I've been trying to remember. It, it, it wasn't a good year because we got relegated. <laughs> right. It was ninety two, ninety three. Um, yeah, ninety two, ninety three, and and Perrin's been involved there. Yeah, Darren Perrin played centre yeah. half. Yeah, the Claytons, two Clayton brothers, um, Chris Ballinger, Luke's uncle, yeah. good player he was, but he was he was younger than me, so he would have been only twenty, nineteen twenty. Um, I was about twenty two by then, twenty three maybe. Um, I only played seven games. We were on four pound a win, uh, four pound a draw, ten pound a win. I can't remember ever getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we ever won one while I was there. Um, and then halfway through the season, I went for my first knee operation. And in those days, it was seven days in hospital, led with your leg straight, not moving it. And uh, to be fair, my knee never really recovered from it. I had another one a year later, another up a year later, and then ended up just dropping into local football and playing with my mates. But to be fair though, Rob, you give it a go like Melksham... You know, yeah, it's yeah. travelling, isn't it? Yeah, try and make yeah, it yeah. get the frame, yeah. Melchior. You try to keep it that level. Yeah. And obviously, you've got yeah. them with your knee. Yeah. You never know what would have happened. But no, no, as a young lad, you have to give it a yeah. go. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of people. And, I, and to be fair, I played it. I played at a level that I had to work to play at. Yeah, it wasn't. It didn't come easy. It was. I. I wasn't as talented as my old man or or a lot of people, but. I did want to play there. So yeah, the I thing is, Rob, I know a lot of people and I've played football through the years who've had loads of ability mm. and I, I, you know, I see them now yeah. and I think they could have played a lot of football yeah. but they never had that drive yeah. to, to yeah. go a little bit further, you know? Yeah. And so you never know, do you? No. But at least you've said, yeah. like, all right, I might not have been at it yeah. but I give it a go as good yeah. as I could. Yeah, and that's you what know? I did. And, and the good thing about, like Bath was great for me because one of the one of the things that was, was really good for me was that I was Dave Singleton's driver. <laughs> yeah, so because I re- lived in Rington, I used to pick him up in Winford and drive him to training and back. So I'd have his advice. <laughs> I'm cool. not sure if that was good. Singleton yeah. <laughs> was probably banned at the time. Yeah, he was banned. Because he, yeah. he, he had to ride his bike to work, didn't he? In Avonmouth. He was the fittest bloke I've ever yeah, known. Yeah. But he's, uh, yeah, and, uh, and like the, the, the friends you make as well, like, like yourself and. Dave and Rico, like you, you they're, they're there for life, aren't they? And that's a year and a half of football. Yeah, it's amazing how it happens. It is. Yeah, yeah. the sport, the sport is special, and fo- football is, is our game, and it, and it, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, then basically, I, I, I finished, started playing local football for Nicholas Wanderers and and uh, Hannah, what was Hannah Mount, which weren't a bad, bad sort of team, but not bad standards, but it wasn't. 
where I really wanted it. Yeah, it. yeah. And and then when Brad, my son, was was old enough, um, I used to take him to the city or the Rovers every every other week. So, so where did he settle on? Rovers. Oh, yes. <laughs> Come on, you beauty. And when you think, no, but when you think, when you think how like my with my dad's history and my dad's loyalty, he was real city. So, mm. but but he always did the same with me as well. We were always taken. I was always taken to city and rovers. Mm. So it was never this is what you got to be. It was just. Do what you want, yeah. And I, to be fair, I never made one because I didn't really support either of them mm. or any anybody really. I never had a favourite team. I had players, so yeah. which is which is a bit odd. But it is a bit odd. It is, yeah. yeah. Never, but I've never. I think it's good because I've never had to worry about a football team. Yeah. which cool. is quite nice. I wish I never had a team. Everton. You can't, yeah. you can't even stop supporting someone you support them, can you? you I can't, know. Well, I don't know. That's why I mean. I was a kid when I liked Everton, you know? Yeah. And you can't all of a sudden say, why did, why did you like, say Why did you like Everton? Well, when, they were, when we was a young kid, they were, they were good. They yeah, were good yeah, when yeah. we like the team yeah. they had, yeah. you know. Like, Glory, Glory or, yeah, but <laughs> yeah. that's what all kids do, isn't it? Yeah. Liverpool's yeah. and Man United, yeah. you know, because, yeah. you know, people now would be Man City fans, young kids. Oh, of course they would. Do you know what I mean? But when I was a kid, Everton with Howard Kendall and Colin Harvey, Alan Ball. And then later when I was like, I supported, school. I supported players, yeah? yeah. And my favourite, my I had two favourites. Malcolm McDonald, yeah. because he won the 100 metres in Superstars. Yeah, I remember that. That's the only yeah. reason. <laughs> <laughs> and Andy Gray. Well, Andy Gray Villa. Yeah, and yeah. Oh, Everton. Everton, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that, and that, they were my favourite. I suppose they worked hard and they scored goals, so it was... It was quite nice. Yeah, I used to like yeah. the players, but they all played forever then. <laughs> Bob Latchford. Dave Thomas, you must have liked. Uh, yeah, Dave Thomas, yeah. the winger, yeah. yeah. But I used to like um, Duncan Ferguson, and he's nothing like me, but no, just no. a bruiser. No. Yeah. <laughs> what you wanted. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine getting yeah. from the box for him, they got on the oh. end of it. Oh. What's he, what's he doing there? Well, he's just left Everton, hasn't he? I think, yeah, you know. Back there, he? Yeah, Frank, Frank gets it. When Frank gets a boot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. which I think he will yeah. so right. yeah so I was I was I was watching football then yeah um, City Rovers a uh, bit bit of local stuff whatever came about playing a little bit and uh, and then Bradley my son started to play and I started to help out at Bitten um, was bit he Bitten or Oldland? Bitten under 6 and 7 originally oh, first right. okay. under 6 and 7 yeah, so uh, um, I helped out there, so I did a little bit of coaching, started doing my badges yeah. with Rico. So, uh, <laughs> and. Um, how, how not to do it? <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and Brad, as a, as a six, seven year old, was decent, so ended up having a chat with Phil Bater, and he gave me the under eight job at the Rovers for when Brad's age group became under eights. And uh, it was my job to go out and get a team together of the local under eight under eight talent. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, we ended up with a unbelievable little team that never lost a game for eighteen months against all the other pro clubs. We go to Southampton, Portsmouth, Swansea, like all for half past ten kickoff, mate, yeah. which is ridiculous, and and beat them and. That that was really good from from my coaching and also to make memories with Brad as well. Really. So um, who who do you have in that little group then? Um, Anybody go on? And Mike Gonzalo went on to Cheltenham, but he was only there a couple of years with me. Yeah. Um, uh, Danny Carter was the best of the lot. It was at Oldland. Yeah. And. At eleven was probably the best eleven-year-old in the so country. So you took them from eight to eight to. So I was what you should have done, right? What you should have done when they were eight. Next age group, you should have called them after eight because they're the same old pain. <laughs> so you took them from eight to eleven, did you? Yeah, eight to eleven. Yeah, I took them, um, and and they <laughs> brilliant. Uh, and yeah, and we had, Mason Evans played for eight. He played for me. Uh, Danny was decent. Like we had some really good players that didn't really push on like they should have, yeah. and and that that probably was just the structure of the Rovers at the time. I think like it took Danny Carter from the age of six to or sorry eight to sixteen, and just been him at sixteen. And you think 
Like, just give him a year. Yeah. <laughs> You've taken him that far, give him a year, see what happens. But it didn't happen and it was right, it was wrong. But I can remember back when <clears throat> when he was that sort of early age, eight and that, to 11, everybody was chasing him. Yeah. He, yeah. You know, all, yeah. The, all the top clubs. Yeah. Christian Scott was one. Christian Scott, oh, yeah. yeah, and Chris was so it. So what happened to him in the end? He just feels like... Problem reserves, got bad knees now, can't, yeah. Yeah, don't play. But, yeah, but... Well, honestly, at 11, yeah. you never see anything like it. Yeah. So how, um, how old is your son now? Is he playing? Brad's 28 now. 28? Yeah, he's he... played for Cabaret Eve Reserves. Cabaret Eve. Yeah, which I'm really pleased about because he's still playing. Yeah, uh, He nice. packed up for a couple of years, it, sort of 15, 16. Um, he, was, he finished his boys' football at Oldland um, in average side, but, but playing every week, which is, which is good. He was, he was a little bit heavy then, and, but now he's... he's He's enjoying himself because he's playing with his mates. They, they've done well in the suburban league. They, they're going up through the leagues. Um, I don't think he's got a lot of a link to the Cabri first team. But, no. but he's playing, and that's all it. Like, I get yeah. to watch him now and yeah. again, and it's it's brilliant to watch him still playing. Yeah. Because I wasn't playing at that age, no. so it's uh, it's it is good. So what you dad your knee done it early twenty? Uh, huh? Yeah, twenty three. And that finished you, is it? That finished me. Yeah. Can you and I, played after that. I played local, but not what I wanted to play in. Yeah, mm. I could I could hobble around, and I didn't have any pace anyways. When I had a two knee ops, I had even less. Well, it's hard uh, needs for football. Yeah, if you can't yeah. run or kick the ball, no, then no, I could always kick it. I could always kick it, but luckily, but I couldn't. I couldn't run, and that was a family trait really, because my dad couldn't run and Brad can't run. <laughs> <laughs> but then I had a, I did have I had an ankle operation as well soon after, like probably late late twenties. Which that was the worst of the lot, really, because they, they, you know, they didn't get better. Really. So just going back to your ba- uh, dad. Well, yeah. I mean, Bob was a massive character in football, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, like you know, Rico said, he'd give him the start of a bit. Yeah. I I can actually remember going to, and and I don't know how old I would have been. Couldn't have been very old, but I can remember going to Clandown mm. to watch their centre half. Would you like die? it was yesterday. Would you die? Yeah, I can remember going to watch Rico. Lovely perm. Yeah, lovely perm. But he, and my my dad, like he, he only had, I think he only had a year and a bit at, at Bath. But you, when you look at the signings he made, they stood the test of time, really, with Rico PAs. But you you must go through life with a lot of people like chatting to you and saying. Bob Boyd's boy, yeah, right? yeah, you know, yeah. and because he, he was a syndrome, isn't it? Yeah, but he was, he, <laughs> but he was a character, wasn't he? I mean, I yeah. remember Bob when yeah. I was playing. Well, I'm, I'm, I feel I'm, I played against yeah. him as well. Yeah. Well, with with my with my mates, like my, I've got my little golf society now, yeah, yeah which consists of the Bobby Perrits, Brian Perrits, Phil Brakes. Uh, Darren Lloyd. You're under a bit pressure to name them all now. Yeah, I, I can't remember. Ian yeah. Ayer. Yeah, Ayer. <laughs> and and the, the the thing about our golf society was, my dad was the only one who played in it. Yeah. So all my mates knew my dad. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and that that was a really proud thing for me. Yeah. yeah because nice. you don't know everybody's dad, do you? And, and everybody knew mine. So he must have been a bit special. Yeah. yeah. He, you know, he... That game, he was manager of Froome at the time, mm. and I was going to Froome. Yeah, and I'd upset everybody at Clandown because I was moving into the same same league. Yeah, you know, yeah. and um, he then got the Bath job, and he said, "Look, I will take you to Bath." Yeah, and then he took the likes of me, Hazy, Martin Bennett, Mike yeah. Malpas, yeah. you know, Dave yeah. Wiffle. Yeah, Dave Wiffle. Yeah, and Dave they said some lovely things on Facebook when my dad's mentioned because yeah. it changed his life. Yeah. Um, he, he sold into Man City and he ended up having a career in Hong Kong, um, which he which he really enjoyed. So for him to sort of have that effect on so many people is it just makes you proud, really. Yeah, and he he's he's part of the reason I got the job at Bath City. Mm-hmm. You know, he was on the on the board of directors. You know, George. That's what I told you about trusting people. He trusted me, <laughs> <laughs> but he did when he he's very he was always very loyal and he and he he liked who he liked. And he trusted the the people that he knew could do a job for him. Yeah, and that's that was what he was like. Yeah, and and he yeah he was he was a good football man, wasn't he? He he had, he had an eye for a player. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, you, know, he, he, you go you know. back to my Ned and you've got Nicky Johns. 
Yeah, Nicky Johns was a 17-year-old goalkeeper playing in local football. Uh-huh. And my dad, he, he, he told the story about he had the, the best goalkeeper in the Southern League, John Clark, I think it was. And he said, I, he, he said, I know I'm going to send him to a football league club, Nicky Johns. So I've got to play him. So he had to play him in front of the best goalkeeper in the Southern League. Yeah. And Nicky Johns only played about 13, 14 games for my net. And they sold him to Mill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mill. And again, when he ended up going to Tampa Bay Rowdies, having a great career in America, coming back to QPR, Charlton Athletic, yeah. like a real good career. Oh, he touched a lot of lights, your dad, didn't he, in yeah. football? Yeah. yeah. Well, the amount of people that mention him. And also, <laughs> some some people will be regretting this comment, but he was the reason I signed Grantley Dix. Yeah. He said to me, he said, Port got a left back. I went and had a look, and I thought, "Oh, he's a bit raw." <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of caveman yeah. I fell off. <laughs> <laughs> but we we say that you know, the rest is history, really. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And um, but that was his type of player as well. Grantley was his type of player. He 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 like Darren Lloyd. Darren Lloyd exactly the same. Yeah, when he was a kid. My dad's only instructions to him on a on a Sunday morning was stick him in the front row of the stand, <laughs> and that was it. And how the games changed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, he wouldn't have had a career then, would he? No, no, yeah. nor, nor me. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I know we've, we've talked a lot about your dad, but in all fairness, if he would have been there alive, we'd have had him in, wouldn't oh, we? Oh, with the stories yeah. he'd have yeah. had, and yeah. you know, players he's, yeah. he's he's managed, he's played with. Yeah, and he, he and like. He did his bit for the city as well. Yeah. When they when it all went pop in '82, he was one of the ones that put together the the money to to help it out. Yeah. He um he sat Roy Hodgson and give Terry Cooper a job, so he made another career there. Roy Hodgson wouldn't have got him where he went if it went for yeah. my old man. <laughs> yeah. England manager, he ended up, didn't he? Yeah. 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 He didn't get him all right. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, yeah, so he, he he did his bit there. Had a stint of. I think just under two years there, um, and again brought in a few players. Like he, my dad even played in the reserves while he was a director there, <laughs> because they didn't have players. Grimmer, yeah. he took Grimmer there, like just took players out of local football to that he knew could do a job really. Yeah, and uh, and hopefully give them a better career than they would have had. Yeah. So, oh, and he won the Western League with Froome. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was only have one league then as well, wasn't it? No, that was, no. They, there was a prem and a one. Oh, uh, was there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You won the prem with them. Yeah. yeah. So, any involvement in football now? Uh, I'm I'm on the committee at Larko, but I don't have a lot to do with it. I just I just go in and have a chat with Paul Rankin now and again. Yeah. Um, but as far as that, no. Just watch Brad when I can. Um, my stepdaughter plays for Keynesham Town yeah. Ladies. Um, who are a really good side under 14s so they're they're a really good side they won the under 14s county cup last season so okay. uh, and they were only under 13s team but yeah so hopefully she might have a a future in it yeah um and a kit business which uh which my my two kids run albany and brad so yeah yeah that's the only involvement really i get to talk to Give people like kit yeah, Bocca teamwear. Bocca teamwear. Yeah, yeah. Bocca teamwear. Bocca. Was it? Was it called? Bocca teamwear. Uh, thanks for bringing in these jackets. Yeah. With yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's the best. You need Bocca. That's true. You need Bocca. That was Jerry Gill. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah, that's Jerry. Oh, no, we've got chocolates from somebody. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll get you a Bobblat. Yeah, we can have chocolates. You need Bobblats, it's whatever. Especially sat in here. Right. We got to mention your golf society. It's already been mentioned, yep. but I need to bring it in. Is yep. Bobby Perrett the oldest one in your golf society? Yes. Okay. It's just confirming that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Closely followed by Breaker. Oh yeah. Yeah. And Bry is the is the best of the lot. Bry Perry, what well, best player? Yeah. Yeah. He used to play for uh, Salt Ash, Gloucester City. I think that was it. Oh, Cleveland. We're about. Golf yeah. now. Yeah, I know, but that's, like, they, that's who you used to play for, Brian. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 But they're, yeah, it's a nice little society. So you're of... saying Brian Perry was the best footballer? Right? No, 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 no. Bobby oh. Perry was oh, definitely no, the best footballer, he tells me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Breaker was the best. They, they tell me Breaker was the best. Bobby Perry had the best left foot, 
Ooh, shakers with sharp. Well, yeah, but Bobby says his was the best. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and Bry was the, he was just the nose, basically. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Lord Brian Perry. Lord Brian Perry, yeah, yeah, that is what he is in my phone. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you're at this golf society, you go away, what, once a year? Once a year. year. Once a year. Um, twice a year if your dad's not about anymore, because we have a remembrance tour. Right. So if your dad's not about you, qualify. So it's not one to qualify for, really. No. And that's always abroad, isn't it? That's always abroad. Yeah. 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 Spain yeah. twice a year. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's quite nice. Mm. Nice so. thing to do. Yeah, but I think there's a lot of it about now, isn't there? A lot of people going abroad. Yeah. And oh, and Lairdy, Craig Laird's in it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Best, the best coach I've ever worked with. <laughs> Get that in as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. Lairdy, you must have paid him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's a he, he's he's a good he was a good coach or he's a good coach. He's a good coach. Yeah. Down at Barnstable now. And Lairdy, you, you also got to thank me for getting your son involved playing back for Barnstable when you weren't going to sign him. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, I told him that. The top here. scorer. And this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right, yeah. Yeah. You coaching at Weston? Yeah. I, um, well, my coaching started at the Rovers with the kids. Yeah. And then um, then I went to Almondsbury Town um, with Paul Weeks and John oh, L. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, we ended up finishing second with ninety-eight points. God knows how that happened, um, and not getting promoted to the Southern League. So uh, North League pipped us on the last day. We had a we had a win against Abingdon, or already relegated. I think I've heard this story on air. Yeah, who's told us that? Who was no, it with you? Don't know. John L. Paul Weeks. Um, well, I've heard the story. Someone was here who I heard play, yeah. played. It's been on this podcast. We had, and I heard it. Um, we had some good players. We had Brad Andrews, Paul Fowler, people like that playing for us. And uh, Adam Cole, centre forward, decent players. And uh, we've got we haven't lost till, since till the end of March. I've definitely heard this story. Right. We've got ninety eight points on the last day of the season. We had a win against Abingdon. Are already relegated. Northley had a win by seven. Yeah, definitely yeah. heard this story. We lost one nil. Rovers. We lost one nil. They won seven nil. <laughs> we finished second. <laughs> oh god, that was a kill. That's a so, choke. That's, yeah. It's choking, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was that was bad. But then from then, I went to um, I went to Mined because Mined were looking for a manager, and my dad said Mined are looking for a manager. Know anybody who fancies it? I said I'll do it. <laughs> so uh, I got a little mini bus out together, took a few players down on a on a. Uh, Saturday, most of them from Rico's Rovers team, like the likes of Nabby and Nuno. Yeah. Um, and we had a little minibus of six good players. I mixed them with the players from Mined who weren't really quite up to it. Um, I think I went by the end of November from that job because we, I think we won once against Gillingham in the cup. We drew, drew a load, but we didn't win any. Um, but uh, but I, I gave it a little go and I, I thought I could do it, but it was just too far. Yeah. Too far. God knows how many so, I did it for so many years. Yeah. So, your old man and that group of players that he had down there yeah. and took down there, you know, yeah. they did it for... Biggest budget in the league. Yeah, because they had the Butlin's money then. Okay. Yeah, Sonny Connolly, Deborah Meaden's granddad. Yeah, he was he was the money. Um, and all, most of the team, apart from the Clausens, were from Bristol. Yeah. So they trained Adam Abbotts. Ah, right. So okay. it was it was yeah, a little bit little bit easier. But they were close to the football league as well, oh, weren't yeah. they? Yeah, runners up to Wimbledon in yeah. 75, 76. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it funny though? Little things that yeah. could have changed history, can they? Oh, know? unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, so I went from Minehead, didn't last long there, went to Oldland as Derek Jones asked me to go to Oldland because I think he needed a successor as chairman. So I went down there for a season. Spenny Thomas was manager. Um, didn't really enjoy not being involved in the football side of it so much. So gave that a, a miss at the end of the season and went uh, Lairdy, I played against Lairdy well at Minehead in a pre-season friendly against Bridgewater, his, his really good Bridgewater side. And he liked the way that I went about it. And um, he gave he gave me a contact to me through John L, I think, and, and said, you fancy coming to Western? And... Uh, I said, yeah, that'd be brilliant. So I went down there as first team coach, did a did a little bit down there, 
I couldn't really didn't really get a coaching session in Edgeways because you had Laird who done done it all. So I think I was just there for morale. <laughs> but you had it, it was it was myself, Lairdy and Mark McGregor were the management team, and we again we worked really well. It was one of those where we were all different. Um, Lairdy always had his way, but we'd always sort of challenge him. And, yeah, that's and, what you want, and, yeah. And, and just give him some other options, really. And I think that's why it worked. Um, the the first season I was there, we finished seventh, which is the highest they've ever finished. And it was just one place out of the playoffs. Um, and if we would have had decent money, we would have definitely got, got in the playoffs. Yeah, we'd have had. A, well, you had some you had some good players, didn't you? you know? Yeah, we had some really good players, and we played and we played football um, when it wasn't necessarily the way that it was done. We got it down and passed it and played out from the back and that was Laird's thing. But he was he was he's very good at game management. Mm. So if you came up against the, the teams from London, like your Chelmsfords, who were hard to play against because they just bombarded you. Mm. Just bombarded you. If they did if if you have teams like that who who pressed you and stuck the ball in your box, you'd say, Well, we're not playing, we're just we'll just put it in behind them. Yeah? For the first twenty minutes we're just gonna bomb it. And we'd do that for 20 minutes and then they eventually, after 20, 20 25 minutes, they'd drop off and we could play again. Mm. So, and we won a lot of games against teams we shouldn't have ever won against yeah. with, a low, with a very low budget. But he came with a lot of good players from his, from his Bridgewater side, like the Ben Kirks and... Like yeah, how long ago was that, Well, 10 years. 10 years. Was that... I just remember... Did that the team... Were you there when they lost the Brits in the car? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember. <laughs> yeah, no, I was at Bridge yeah. in, in the reserve. Yeah. I was in the reserve. That was that I was remember um, that Jeff, Jeff Meacham. Brilliant, yeah. he was that day because he was the one who won it for him. He won it for him. He, yeah. he was brilliant, Jeff, because it was it was just it's just the dark arts, and that's what if you're good at them, then why not use them? And that's what happened. We had one sent off for a little scuffle in the in the management area, but we were never good in the cup. We I've never like where I. Because I, I played for reserve teams more than anything, I never played in the FA Cup. Mm. Yeah, and when I got into coaching, the all the FA Cup games, I think I went out in the first qualifying round every single time. <laughs> Tuna. Yeah, I know. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah, and, but yeah, that, that was one of the that was one of our bad days against <laughs> yeah. Bridge. But it, it's what it happens. Yeah, That's of course it does. Yeah, 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 yeah and, and so I went from. Then when Lairdy went from Weston, we went as as one, and uh, we went to Yate. Um, had a, had a, I think, best part of a season there, but didn't really see eye to eye with the board. I think a lot of people have gone to Yate and had that experience, <laughs> yeah, haven't they? Yeah, and uh, and that had to move on from there. Bridgewater job came up, which was decent because I was living at Burnham on Sea, and Lairdy's Bridgewater. It was his club anyway. Yeah. So he fancied it, but again, no money, just a, a, a hard job at that level. Mm. Um, so and and then I I got um, <clears throat> I got offered a, a scouting job then at Eastleigh. So to just watch their future opponents. How did you get that? That's through Matty that? Lewin. He was he was there. For oh, a bit, I know the name. yeah, he was working with Donald's. Is it Donaldson who went and bought Sunderland? He was oh, working for right. him, right. yeah. And, and he, he rang me and said, Do You fancy doing this? I said, Sounds all right. It's funny the connections yeah. are in it, the yeah. football we said earlier, yeah. 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 And and so I did that for three or four months, just watching future opponents. Did that. Um, prior to that, I'd, I'd done scout, I'd done a bit of scouting before because when when we left Weston, first of all, um, I I the best scouting job I did was for England Sea. So I had to watch the Rovers, Forest Green, because Rovers were non-league then. Rovers, Forest Green, Was it Paul Fairclough? Yeah, Paul Fairclough, yeah. yeah. So I was working for Paul Fairclough. I'd have to go and watch one of them on a weekend, mm -hmm. just report back to him. It was all under 23s or 20, under, no, players under 25, I think. And you just had to recommend who you thought might, might do a job. Mm -hmm. And it was really, really good because the hospitality from the football clubs was second to none because they knew who you were. And uh, and you got to watch some good games and you got to recommend some decent players as well. Yeah. Um, and like the ones the ones that were were recommended 
where um, like Brian from the Rovers, uh, what was the centre? Par- what was the centre half? The big Tom Park Parks. Tom Parks, he centre half of the Rovers. Yeah, yeah. He was he he got in. Um, so there there was a few. Elliot Freer, um, Kiefer Moore was recommended um, for England C. So he was only a seventeen year old. So. He, was he too nice? He was, was he Forrest or like that? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I told when when we were at Weston, this is a little story about Kiefer Moore. We were at Weston and we needed a centre forward the year we finished just outside the playoffs. And uh, we need a set we needed a centre forward badly because we weren't scoring enough goals. Charles Ennis needed a bit of help because he was doing everything that he needed to do apart from sticking the ball in that enough. And uh Kiefer Moore was available. He was on ninety quid at Truro, seventeen. So is that where he's from? Thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In and uh, we could we wanted three fifty to come to Western. We couldn't afford him. So I was doing the kit for Dorchester at the time for Sean Hearn, the chairman there, and he rang me. He said I need a centre forward and a centre half. Any ideas? I said, well, we can't afford them, but sign Kiefer Moore and Charlie Clough. Yeah. Next week they signed them both. Yeah. Yeah. Rest is history, and they sold Kiefer Moore to Yeovil within half a season and I think he overbombed him to be fair but his career went bad after that yeah. so uh, yeah Give me shit. Yeah. can't get better than that can World you Cup. yeah World Cup, wasn't it? yeah yeah so uh, yeah so my time at Western coaching was really really good real nice part of my life really yeah working with Lardy and Maka was a bit of fun as well because they, they were fun yeah <laughs> both, both good lads in yeah yeah, McGregor. Yeah, yeah Maka. Maka, the most ta- one of the most talented footballers I've ever worked with. Yeah, it was tr- training. He wouldn't play in because he was a bit too heavy then and yeah. a bit old. But he he train and it'd be like your dad kicking around with you in the garden. No, you get the ball off him. <laughs> no, we we have we have Frank on, didn't we? And yeah. he, he Frank Gregan yeah. um, when he was manager at Forest Green, and I would I managed. Maka at Weston and yeah. I would have loved to have worked with him when he was a bit younger and a bit more mobile yeah, yeah. You know? unbelievable but, talent and it, it, anything though that's yeah. the thing golf can play golf right and left handed yeah, yeah. plays to right uh, left handed plays to about five yeah but don't want to play it because you can't win every week <laughs> <laughs> it's a nightmare quick, 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 quick little funny story so I'm playing golf last week the only good day and this lads on his own I said do you want to join us me and Jordan's playing up at the players he said yeah no problems he, I said to him he said what are you playing off he, he said six I said okay so we played a couple of holes and then he's in this bush all of a sudden he goes in and plays left handed and stiffs this shot to about three inches from the pin <laughs> I said you better go on <laughs> yeah, it's, it's embarrassing <laughs> You yeah. could play on your own. There's some naturals. Anyway, there's some naturals. Yeah. On, on, on Western, Lairdy and you always wanted to play football anyway, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. And, and Bob Flaskett has got, got to take a yeah. lot of credit, oh, it, because he was a groundsman yeah. down at Western yeah. Bob, I mean, back in my day. Yeah. yeah. And he puts a, a pitch on. He puts a pitch on, Bob. Yeah. He is, he's great. And what a lovely bloke. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. he will chat you all day. Yeah. But he is. He's top quality. He knows what he's doing, yeah. and he puts a, a great surface on for any manager who wants to be down there. Who was your, who was your kit man down at Western? Um, Barry yeah. was the kit man first of all, yeah. um, and Fitz okay. was the kit man when we when we left. Yeah, yeah, because I was there for two stints with Macca the second time. Yeah, um, which the season I was there was a good season as well. Mm. Yeah, it was a good season, especially when Tris Plummer was ringing me up on a Thursday, giving me his excuse for not coming. Training. On a Thursday? Yeah, on a Thursday for training. Yeah. <laughs> Every week. <laughs> Every week. Brilliant. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you get him like that, don't you? Uh, not a good character. Anything else you want to share with us? Don't think so. Don't think so. No, I think I think we're done. Well, we've got to ask a question. Yeah. <laughs> Go on then. <laughs> Best player you've... Oh, should we say... No, play with him. Play you with. Do the ma- and, play, and ma- play, and play with. The best player I played with was Julian Dix. Yeah. Yeah, I played yeah. with him at, at, at 10 years old and at 15 years old. And it's just different, different yeah. gravy altogether. Toughest yeah. opponent? I can't remember any of their names. 
There's only one you can remember and you've not wanted to play against. So Chris Houghton, oh. by the sounds of it. Yeah, Chris Houghton. Yeah, Chris Houghton, isn't it, Dave Lee was always... ディーブリーはオーバーディーブリーはオーバーディーブリーはオーバーディーブリーはオーバーディーブリーはオーバーディーブリーはオーバーディーブリーはオーバーディーブリーはオーバーディーブリーはオーバーディーブリーはオーバ
fair play, Rob. Some yeah. good memories there. Yeah, thank Enjoyed you. That. Thanks for having me yeah. in. It's nice to see them, especially mention your dad. It's nice yeah. you got a good mention, and you know, yeah, because you did, you know, deserved it, and yeah. it'd have been great if you just did a live in the other yeah. minute. Yeah, yeah. 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 absolute pleasure. Yeah, and I really appreciate everybody who mentions him as well because it just shows to me and my family what how important he was. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. Yeah, total respect. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, lads. Rob Boy, I'm winging it. With Painter and Rico, thanks very much. Thank you. Take care, buddy.